Welcome to the Cup of Joy Testimonies, where the views expressed are not necessarily those of Cup of Joy or our partners. And today, on the Cup of Joy. Imagine for a moment that you are in your home, comfortable and at peace, when someone sets your home on fire, shoots at you, and chases you away. Well, that's exactly what happened when our guest had to flee with her family from the fighting in a country in Southeast Asia, where thousands are dying in a civil war. Listen in as she details her experience and how her life changed through an unexpected encounter. And now for today's interview. Today I'm interviewing a young woman who I'm going to be calling Sarah because of the sensitivity of her testimony. And Sarah, I just wanted to say thank you for joining me today. And one of the things uh, to begin with is that although you're originally from Asia, and I'm not, you and I now live in what I would call a blended family because you are now married to my son, Ben. And you've been married for how many years now, Sarah? We have been married for two years now. And it's such a beautiful thing to be part of God's family and also a part of our family, our blended family together. Now, you're a former refugee, but now an American citizen. Can you tell us how old you were when your family had to leave your home country and why they had to leave? We have to leave our home country because of the war going on, even though um, some people are, might not know that um, in Myanmar, it said that um, England gave the freedom for Myanmar, but still civil wars are going on every day until now. So we can't live in our homeland anymore. So we have to move out of our homeland. So Sarah, you and your family had to re- um, relocate as you were refugees from the uh, war-torn country. And when you had relocated you had learned that your dad had been killed in battle. Tell me a little bit about your dad. My dad was a very wonderful and kind and loving and cared person. I know that uh, my dad loved our family so much, and he also loved our people and everybody that is suffering in the civil war so that my dad joined the army since he were young, and I know for sure that my dad would never leave anywhere so that he fight for our freedom, and he was in the army until the day he passed away. Hey, so one of the things that you told me is, as a refugee, you had to move to a refugee camp. Uh, tell me a little bit about what that life was like at that time, because as you had mentioned, there wasn't uh, hardly any electricity for anyone. Of course, there was no internet. So what was it like in the camp? What was it like to live there day to day? During the time when I was in camp, I want to say somehow it's very wonderful and somehow it's it's not easy because there is no internet and we don't have opportunity to travel and to find a job and to study and higher educations. But it's also wonderful because we don't have internet, so we have to communicate in person and we get to know each other. So there is 
no relationship between friends and family. Everybody in camp are just like family to each other. Now, at the time that you were in the camp, you had not received uh, the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior at that time. And my understanding, Sarah, is that you were raised as a cultural Christian, but you were not raised as a, as a person who had received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and asked him into your heart. And that had not happened until you came into the U.S. So tell me a little bit about your relationship with Jesus now versus what it was like when you were simply a cultural Christian. What is different now and then is that when I was a cultural Christian, I, we know that Jesus is our Savior, but somehow we don't understand. So we follow what the law says, and we thought that if we do this or that, like we have to earn to go to heaven. But now that I received the Lord, I know that God's loved me no matter what, and I don't have to worry about whether I'm perfect or not because uh, Jesus is my Savior, and if I let Him in my heart, He will always tell me what I am doing is good or bad, and He will let me know through the Spirit that um, I will be going to heaven after life because it's not what I'm doing that sent me to heaven. It's the Savior Lord that is um, sent me to heaven and paying for my sin. Amen. Now, one of the other things that you told me was that um, what you experienced in the past, something that we would call happiness, is not something that you necessarily experience uh, in and of itself, but it's something that today I would refer to as joy. Tell me a little bit about the difference between happiness and joy in your life. Happiness is where the world tells you happiness cannot come from other people or from anybody, only from you, but that is not true. To me, happiness cannot come from yourself unless you accept Jesus Christ and let Him to live in your heart. And I used to be feeling that I had a happiness whenever I received something or something is going right on my wing, but that is not last forever. But now, as a joy, I received the happiness from the Lord that I know that I'm saved and someday I will meet my Savior in heaven and that would be wonderful and that happiness nobody in the world can give me and I cannot give myself and I don't need a reason to be happy either. Every single day, every minute in my life, doesn't matter what's going on in this world, I I have this feeling that I'm so happy that I couldn't explain, so I know it is a eternal happiness that is from the Lord. One of the things that impressed me is that prayer is such an important part of your life. As a matter of fact, you have a prayer room, a room that you've set aside just for your prayer time. Tell me a little bit about your prayer room. A prayer room, I want to describe it as a heaven on earth. So when I go to prayer room, I feel very safe and 
There is nothing in the world that can separate me from the love of God. And when I'm in prayer room, I can talk to the Lord in prayer or just communicate in person, worship and everything. It's all about the Lord and nothing in prayer room is very um, special to me. And I can, um, I can, I am very happy to ask my husband and my family to go with me in prayer room and that's the quality time that is a special quality time for me and the Lord that we get to I get to share everything to the Lord that I cannot share with anybody in the world and that is very special to me and I'm very happy to have that prayer room in our house. Oh, that's fantastic. Sarah, thank you for sharing with uh, us today your experience going from a war zone and into a refugee camp to now being here in a safe place in the United States and f- for sharing with us your prayer room and how important prayer is to you. Thanks for sharing your journey about how you're now in Jesus Christ. And also, I would pray that God would continue to bless you as a member of our family as a member of the family of God, and as a member of our community. Sarah, thank you so much, and God bless. Thank you so much for having me to share these happiness, joys, and testimony with you guys. And thank you for everything, and thank you for the love and the care that you give me and my family. And I pray that you will be blessed, and we will all be blessed. And We will live for the Lord and our children will see the Lord in us and we'll be the last for the world. That our children will see the Lord in us and we will be the light of the world. That's Sarah's desire and I hope it's yours too. That someone sees the Lord in us just like the first century Christians were first called little Christs at Antioch. I encourage you to make that your goal today and begin with a list of what love is and what love is not, as found in 1 Corinthians 13. That would be a great start. I hope you found this episode to be enlightening and encouraging. Be sure to share it with those who know Jesus and those who don't. And if you're a seeker who is simply looking for life's something more, check out a website called followchrist.ag. Dot org. That's followchrist.a as in Albert, g as in George.org for some helpful information on how you can be truly joyful in Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Cup of Joy Testimonies, and may God richly bless.